Check out the Geek Therapy Forum, which combines the features of a traditional message board with the comment section of all our content. Join the discussion at forum.geektherapy.com. Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Podcast Network. My name is Osoy Cardona with Lara Taylor. Hey! Bonus episode! Another bonus episode? What? It's summer blockbuster season. Oh, this is, yeah. This is good. This is good. Uh, so, Solo, a Star Wars story. We're going to talk about that. So, full spoilers. Yeah, don't listen to us unless you've seen this movie or you yep. want to be spoiled. Yep, just going to give a few seconds for you to turn off uh, just in case you, you haven't seen but it. But come back. Yeah, yeah, no, no, come back, save it, save it for later. But, you know, in case you need to pause it, put it away. Countdown, three, two, one, full spoilers. Let's go. What'd you think of the movie? I want to say something different than what I always say, which is it was amazing. It's amazing. I always say these movies are amazing. I really like this movie. Like, I really, really like this movie. So, actually, I'm going to ask you, how did I react? Like, we've done this for all of the most recent uh, Star Wars movies. How did I, how, how was my reaction for them to you? The other, the other more recent movies, you All did them, not. Yeah. You were just like, I liked it, but there were caveats. Yeah, you had <laughs> there. There was some some reasoning behind not liking parts of them. This one, not so much. You were like, this was awesome. To quote Lara, it's amazing. No, I loved it. I loved it from. Like, so actually, this is interesting. My Uber driver, right, yesterday to go see the movie, he has a Chewbacca sticker on the window, on the passenger side window. So I get in the car and I'm like, yo, Chewbacca. He's like, yeah, man, you know it. I was like, I'm going to go see, you're you're taking me to go see Chewbacca right now. I'm going to go see Solo. So we're talking about Star Wars the whole way there. And he asked me this question that I dread. It's like, so what'd you think of The Last Jedi or Force Awakens? The same thing, right? It's like, what'd you think of them? I'm like, man. Oh, like it's complicated. Like I, I like them, but there's, there's, I've got some butts, but I have, I have none of that for this movie. I, I actually told them in the car that I had zero expectations going into this movie. And it's funny on a Slack, right? We, we were like, like I'm not, I haven't even bought tickets yet. Like I'm not super excited. Yeah, I think eventually, I got my it, tickets like two days before the movie. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the, eventually, I got on the hype train, but it was like last week. Like mm-hmm. I waited to get on the hype train until last week. So. Holy shit, I just, I enjoyed it so much. So, so much. I've got notes. I got questions. You've got notes? Yeah. I mean, from the moment, like from the, from the, from the, not the opening crawl, but from the opening, when it said Hyperfuel in Caps Lock, I felt like this was going to be a movie that I was going to enjoy. <laughs> yeah. The, I think, you know, I have one criticism of the movie and it, that it was hard for me to connect in my head the new actor for Han Solo with Harrison Ford. It was it was a difficult like transition for me, so I didn't really buy him as Han Solo all the time, but I still loved what they did with him and and the movie was so enjoyable and the fact that I was a, a major thing like that that I was able to get past it and enjoy the movie says a lot about the movie itself, I think. So, just that one thing. You know I'm a prequel lover. Mhm. And like I'm, you know, I'm not Die hard on the originals. I see, and I'm I'm the opposite. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, so for me, to me, this is a character, right? This is Han Solo. I've played as him in video games, and I've read mm-hmm. him in the comic books, and yeah, like it's Harrison Ford, but like I could I could get past. Like I don't know. I feel like I know him better now mm-hmm. from this movie than I have from you know from the other four that he's been in. Yeah, 
and because he's he's like the centerpiece here, right? I was telling my girlfriend like this is this movie is about him. The other movies aren't about him. He's a great part of those other movies, but it wasn't about him. This was mm-hmm. all him. So I guess like to me, I, I really didn't think about Harrison Ford not being there, or like how is this guy Harrison Ford later? Like, right, I, I, but right. I, but I get what you're saying. Like if you know the character so well, it's hard to and see the, someone and else. And he's play that the role. only the only Han Solo we've seen. The only one is Harrison Ford until mm-hmm. now. And yeah. so it's hard to get past that. But there were some scenes in this movie where like, I was like, I don't know. And then he would like do the like squinty eye kind of like mm-hmm. smile. And I'd yeah. be like, oh, that's golden. That's so yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there were, overall it was, it was hard, but there were moments where I did buy it. And I was like, oh, that's great. Like when you're dealing with a legacy like Star Wars, I mean, Rogue One Oh man, like it bugged me so much how the CGI characters looked. See, and with me, I didn't even notice it. I think, you know, I've realized that it has to do with the theater I saw it Mm -hmm. in. Because in the theater, there was like Uncanny Valley was, I was in it, right? It was like I could tell that something was off. Hmm. But then recently I saw parts of Rogue One on TV and I was like, Princess Leia looks real, you know? It looks really good. But in the theater, it didn't look that way. And I, I don't think they edited it like to make it better for the home release version. They may have. This is Star Wars we're talking about. But it could have a lot to do with uh, the theater. But yeah. like they didn't, they didn't do any of that. You know, we have. No, and that could have been an option. Like they made Grand Moff Tarkin in Rogue One. His whole yeah. role was CGI. Yeah. They yeah. could have tried to do something like that. And they didn't. And as much as sometimes it bugged me, I think it came off in the right way. I, I, I enjoyed it. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They again, super risky to recast someone. But I feel, I feel like by recasting Han and Lando, I think it opens up so many doors for so many things. Oh yeah, because it's been a long time, right? And we've had all of these other characters uh, play themselves throughout. Even, even like I think this is the first time in this movie that Chewbacca is played by someone else, right? Mm-hmm. So even like the droids and even even Chewbacca, right? Like those things were like legacy performances right that were they were coming through but to be able to open up this whole chapter like i want a sequel to solo like mm-hmm. i've been thinking about it i want i don't necessarily I want, want a solo a trilogy i, I didn't no, want no, one no, no i want a three. lando movie i want a lando movie don't have Glover a lando movie too all the time oh my gosh he nailed it like just it everything good. he it was lando he mm-hmm. embodied lando and it was great see i, th- I think it was easier to accept that because Lando is in he's only in two movies and we like we don't see him that much you know Right right and yeah. but and he had more he had more flair and it's it's easier to make him Lando with a hairstyle and mm-hmm. a mustache and, and a cape, a cape. <laughs> and a lot of capes a lot of capes <laughs> designer capes Yes 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 Oof. I have I have a few uh notes here that I I don't want to get through. Um, okay, let's so, do it. So one one thing about Han, which I didn't. This is this is gonna sound silly, but uh, I was talking to my girlfriend, and I'm explaining to her kind of like some of the family hierarchy and like, like who's related to who in Star Wars. And she was like, "Wait a minute, but isn't Han Solo Kylo Ren's father?" I was like, "Holy shit! I watched Han Solo yesterday, and not once that did I remember you think about that? that that I think about that because." Because we're, we're connecting him to Han Solo's performance, right? About the legacy. And I'm thinking about him in the original movies. And I'm thinking about him in Force Awakens. And he's hanging out with Finn. And like he's still with Chewbacca and all this, the stuff that happens in, in Force Awakens. 
But then, like, I forgot that we still have, like, his spawn is, like, the most evil thing in the universe right now. <laughs> in Star Wars. And, like, I couldn't, con- I wasn't making that connection. And it just, like, it just hit me, like, 20 minutes before we recorded. I'm still kind of reeling from that. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that there had to be, like, Adam Driver-isms, right, yeah. in, in the performance here so that he could, like, so we could see something in him. I mean, I think part of Kylo Ren's thing is that he's, He's very much not like his father and his mother, mm-hmm. which which is is sad, right? F- for them, but like I'm I'm still processing that, and and I guess I kind of I love the idea that we have, we got a trilogy of movies about Luke and Leia's father, and now we may have a few movies about Kylo Ren's father, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm kind of excited because I don't I don't know what other kind of um, connections or something we, we we might see to that. The, well, it's like, interesting. You know, some sort of thread that connects over time. I mean, I've been reading quite a few of the books, uh, the expanded universe novels that have been done since the the reboot and all that yeah. expanded stuff got kicked out. Um, so I've read Bloodline and I've read the first two aftermath uh, of the first two books of the aftermath trilogy. Mm-hmm. And Han Solo is a big part of the, at least the middle book. In, okay. in the aftermath trilogy and then also in bloodline because that's all about leia and her bloodline coming out to the world um gotcha. and so it's interesting seeing that and then seeing the same guy and like i never would have thought in his history that he would have been an imperial soldier i don't think they ever mm-hmm. mentioned that in the original trilogy ever or in the books that i've been reading um, that's something that in rebels um, uh-huh. like really, really, sh- it shows a lot of characters who defected, right, from the Empire. Like there is no, there is no other army, right? Like, I mean, there was, there were the Jedi, and uh-huh. you had the clones, but there weren't like regular, a regular people's army, like right. not a, not a, a galactic one, right? Like maybe um, maybe a planet had, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so you see, um, in Rebels, really the only planet that you see like has a a big like military force is Mandalore, but overall you. You don't you don't get that right. So really, for a lot of kids, the only option was to join the empire. So I think mm-hmm. um, Biggs is is one who like he defects and like that's how he learned how to be a pilot. And I've read some of the novels where they do that. Like there's the young adult novel that's uh, yeah. Lost Stars that I talked about before, where there's the the two that c- the the guy and the girl that come up together through the academy, mm-hmm. and then he defects. So, yeah. but I just. I always thought of Han Solo as just, you know, a scoundrel. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but like but that that theme seems to come up more and more in Battlefront 2. Um Iden Versio is it's the same yeah. way like she's like raised her entire life her father is like a general or something. And And she was a high-ranking officer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's like special ops and then she defects. And I don't know like I like that we're seeing again we're going so deep now into the history. We're seeing all these pieces I guess one of the most surprising things for me is that Han is always like the reluctant hero, right? Yeah. Seemingly reluctant. Like he wants, he acts like he doesn't want to help, but like he's the good guy. He's always been the good guy, right? Like that point is made in the book. And they even say in this movie, movie, like, you're a good guy. You're the good guy. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm a scoundrel. I'm something else. Like, no, you're, you're a good guy. The first time we see him in the original trilogy, he is not a good guy. (laughs) <laughs> but like, but, uh, but he but that, is <laughs> exactly exactly like he wants to uh pre- he's not pretending but like he's trying to project that he is not a good guy but he totally is and now we see that from when he's very young 
mm-hmm. like since he's super super young and like, like the guilt that he feels for leaving Kira behind the fact that like he seems to help other people there people know who he is and see I want to I want a movie about her oh. we'll get we'll get to Kira yeah. in a second yeah. I, have, I have notes on Kira <laughs> okay uh, good. but like Han is is so involved in the creation of the rebellion, like from the beginning, yeah. before there's a rebellion. Even though he doesn't want to be part of in the in the original exactly. trilogy, he's like, I don't want to be a part of this. I just want to make money. Like, what are you people doing? But that's like, I love that part of his character, and I love that that's fleshed out more here. The fact that like, nope, I am, I'm just a smuggler. I'm just gonna do this or that. It's like, okay, fine. Yeah, and that does make sense. When like, I do want to see kind of because he is a very different person. I th- he is he's core good guy, but like he's a different person at the end of this movie than he is at the beginning of uh, when we see him in the in the next time we see him in the in a new hope. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a little more hardened, more reluctant, and, and, and more, more reluctant. reluctant. And he owes a lot of money to Jabba the Hutt. And I mean, they make I, I I feel like there's more time between these two movies than you would think with at the end of this movie him going off to go to Tatooine and make some money and then it yeah yeah it seems like the their the timeline is a little different but I want I do want to see what No I think I think there's some this. stories to tell yeah, yeah yeah that more like it's not like the first job he's going to screw over Jabba I think it's like later down the line Have you ever seen uh, Rome the HBO series no. So there's a character. I, I don't remember his name. It's like Titus, something like that. Um, maybe. I'm, I'm not sure. But it's this character who is uh, written specifically for the show. And then he's basically in the middle of all of these historic events mm-hmm. that happen throughout Rome's history. And it's hilarious that like he ends up in the middle of all of them. And Like Forrest Gump. <laughs> yes, 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 right. That's a that's it that's a even better example. So like I love the idea like usually that stuff kind of bothers me, but like in Forrest Gump it doesn't bother me. And the idea of having Han Solo like never want to be in the middle of like having to be the hero, but he ends up being the hero anyway or And a being hero. a huge part of like saving the princess and yeah, then yeah. <laughs> fighting the Death Star and he saves the day and and Takes down the shields to get the second Death Star. It's like he is there for every major event. <laughs> yep. And he just volunteers to go take down the super mega Death Star in uh, Force Awakens. I like this idea of seeing him again when he's younger going through. Like he's so unlucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that he ends up in a situation. But then like he wants to do the right thing. So he, he does do the right thing. I don't know. I, I, I love that. I'm, I have like a renewed appreciation for the character. Of Han Solo, like I'm a like I'm a Han fan now, and I wasn't before. Like I was just like, yeah, I have no problems with Han Solo, but now I'm like, you're like, I want I want to learn about the Jedi's. I don't want to learn about the the smugglers. So so that's a good point. That's another uh, note I have. That um, I think this movie and 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 Rogue One and Rebels they they're shifting the focus away from the Jedi mm-hmm. and and showing the idea that Luke was our only hope um and he could like take down the emperor like yeah like that's pretty much true i mean he had help but basically like it was it was jedi that did that right mm-hmm. and and it was all on their shoulders and in the main movies i mean i think that's that's going to be the same thing right like there's no surprise that ray is going to is going to kick ass in episode 9 just like she has in the other two like the thing about rebels it's so great that you have this team that has jedi on it but they're 
every, you see how much everyone else sacrifices. And you see that in Rogue One, first of all. And now here, again, like it feels that scene where at the end when it's like, you know, you've like you've pretty much given us enough to like start a rebellion. Mm-hmm. It's like there's so many important people along the way that we never get to see. And I've got a, a new appreciation for that, too. That's been building again over the years with Rebels and like in Clone Wars, like the clones aren't the Clone Wars TV series allows us to see that a lot of the like the clones are real people, too. Right. Yeah. And and there is like some of the brainwashing going on that, that happens to Finn later. But they're, they are real people. But it's like it's all they're all clones. Like it's it's different to appreciate it. In Rebels, you have this group of people who are all from different backgrounds and just very different characters and there, but everybody's working together to achieve this, the same thing. So I'm, I'm loving that too. Well, and we've talked before on the show about how you and I both like the, like the every man kind of like character and like, see, like we loved the show powerless on NBC when it was mm-hmm. before it was yes. canceled because it was in the DC superhero world, but it was about the regular people. Mm-hmm. And how they were affected by things. How their commute to the to work is affected by a superhero and a supervillain fighting in the streets. Right. And in this movie, Han Solo may not be in the future. He may be a hero and not be like the every kind of person. But here he is. He's just a kid that grew up on a really shitty planet and um, is trying to go rescue his girl. And ends up dealing with a lot of people who are also just trying to survive in the lawlessness of the of the world. Um, but but like he survives because he's he's a little lucky, but he's also very like brash and brave. He has friends, you know. Like there's all these reasons why he's successful, and none of them have to do with Jedi powers. And the character of Poe in in Force Awakens. He's such a good pilot, so far beyond uh, what everybody else is is capable of. That it, right. it, it kind of, I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if if it was like, oh, you know, he's super force sensitive. Like that's why he's such a good pilot. And I don't like that as much. Like, I mean, just either, I don't know. Like, if he is, then fine. But like, I, I would hate it if he's just that good as a normal person. I don't know. Like, do, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Han Solo isn't like superhuman. Like Poe is superhuman. <laughs> His flying is just like it defies physics. It is. It is. He's he's like better than Luke Skywalker ever was. You know, it's like it is incredible. No, Han Solo. <laughs> it's more the uh, the brain power and the like. Oh, what if we take this fuel and inject it into like a little tiny bit in, and then we're gonna do this crazy thing and just yep. not get sucked into this gravity well? Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, we've launched a new website called the Geek Therapy Forum. Almost every piece of content on the Geek Therapy Network is now linked to a topic on the forum, replacing the comments on separate websites. It also includes all the features of a traditional message board, so we have topics ranging from pop culture and video games to psychology and mental health. Patreon members also get access to an exclusive area to discuss Patreon-exclusive content, all in one place. You'll find a link to this episode's topic on the GT Forum in the show notes, or you can go to forum.geektherapy.com to sign up and join the discussion. Again, visit the new GT Forum at forum.geektherapy.com. Okay, I want to talk about Kira. She's the best, but not. She's the best, but not. (laughs) (laughs) So throughout the movie, I'm thinking, like, did she become a prostitute? Is that what she doesn't want to talk about? Like, is she owned by him? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, what kind of, like, I've done some things and you want to look at me the same way. I'm like, oh, like, what, what, 
what kind of things like what's happening and that that's where my mind went mm-hmm. but no she's practically a sith apprentice right right because technically maul isn't a sith anymore right at this point he's like he's had it with that stuff so he's like nope and in the in the credits he's maul he's not darth maul yeah. so but i mean but he's like he's still a sith right in the like in the the most general sense. I mean, so, if you play like the the Knights of the Old Republic and the Old Republic and stuff, Sith used to be way, 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 way back. Used to be a race. Um, mm-hmm. True, true, and, true. But obviously, he's not a Sith he's in not, that sense because nope. he's a Zabrak. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, so like she's trained in Tereskasi, which is like a crazy reference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I only knew it as a as the Masters of Tereskasi, which is a, a video game, a fighting video game. Um, was the first time I ever heard it. But apparently, uh, Tereskasi was something that was um, created around the time. I didn't know this. So Shadows of the Empire, a video mm-hmm. game. But it was also a comic book series and a novel. What? So, <laughs> yeah. So in apparently, I, I did some research. And in 1996, pre-prequels, and obviously many years after Jedi, they were like, hey, we've never told a story between Empire and Jedi. And so they created this huge story. It was called a multimedia project and it had all these different parts. And apparently in the novel, they mention this martial art called Taras Kasi. So, I mean, Shadows isn't uh, canon mm-hmm. uh, at the moment, but um, at least that piece of it is now. When she said that, like, I don't know, like what she did in, in the, like behind the door, right? It looked crazy, like a flip or something. Yeah. And so we don't, they, they don't give any indication that she is um, force sensitive, so we don't know if like she was uh, taken for that reason, but she's definitely she could definitely fight, and she absolutely did the thing of like she killed her master, yeah, right, which is such a Sith thing. And then oh, that was that was so cool. And then that and then Maul surprise. pulls out the lightsaber, and it like just in case in you weren't sure, yeah, and, yeah. So <laughs> see, I want a movie about her. Okay, so one of my one of my complaints when we talked about Rogue One was that I really liked all of these characters. And then everybody but, dies. But not only does everybody die, but basically we saw their entire arc in that one movie. Mm-hmm. And so like, there, was, there weren't any more stories to tell even before or after. Yes, there were. There were stories about... Um, Saw, yeah, Saw, Saw we have stories about. Yeah. But like... But, I think there I think there either were plans or there are like comics that have to do with uh, uh why can't I think of the names the monk and the mandalorian um, Yeah, they probably have a cool story, but like yeah. in general they all those characters go through a change and a transition in that movie that mm-hmm. makes them interesting characters. Like I don't care about them before for the most mm-hmm. part. And but here with the exception of L3 like we have, I mean, but with L3, like, I want to see L3 before this. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's a lot to tell. Like, how did she... Become almost self-aware and, like... How long has she been fighting for equal rights, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. I want to know more about this movement. It's never been brought up before. <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to know more about that. Um, but now all these characters, they're... Again, like, I want to see a comic book series about Kira right after Han leaves. Is mm-hmm. it, like, was she recruited by the syndicate which is like run by sith because she's force sensitive she was desperate and and all those kids are vulnerable on corellia on the streets of corellia so are they going in and recruiting kids that way like what was it about her that stood out 
I'm 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 guessing she's force sensitive, right? And that's why I kind of like they saw the potential. Mm-hmm. There's uh there's I think you you read this in one of the novels, but I know in Rebels they 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 talk about it explicitly where the Empire um cadet program is pretty much a way to 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 find um they do all these tests and they find force sensitive kids and then yeah. they they push them off to to Sith um uh, masters. Yeah. And so like is that what's happening here is Maul is that the version of, of what he's doing? Such a cool character. Like all of that at the end um, and like creeping up on it. Like I want to see it again and see if I pick up on anything different uh, throughout her performance. It was good to see Amelia Clark in a different role from what I yes. see her in. Mm-hmm. Um, she smiled a lot more than Daenerys does. <laughs> That's true. But I liked her in Terminator Genesis. I liked her there. See, I didn't watch Genesis. Yeah. 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 But no, it, it was good. It was good to see a different kind of role and and see like the whole progression of like she's double crossing the bad guys. Now she's double crossing the good guys. She's oh, yeah. double crossing the bad guys. Oh, she's the big bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> like she flew oh. the yacht away at the end. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, uh, I was I was surprised by how much double and triple crossing there was at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was a lot of, yeah. Quadruple crossing, everybody, double cross everybody. But it was fun. It was quick, but so much fun. Don't trust anyone. I want to know more about, uh, wow, is it Enfin Nest? Enfis? Enfis? Yeah, and like I loved Enfis Nest. Like when she was fighting, um, I think I guess it's a them. It's a group, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe? I, I think it's her name, Enfis Nest. I think, I it's, think it's a group. I think it's a group. I think it's her. I'm going to refer to her as Enfis. And she was like... Her fighting style when they were on the train, that was mm-hmm. that was really cool. So I was really surprised at the end when she like took her mask off and was like, I just want to talk. Like like we're 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 beyond <laughs> like, so, I was just trying to take that stuff. Honestly, when she took the mask off, both my wife and I had the f- the first thought we had when she took the mask off was, Is that Beckett and Val's kid? So I thought the same thing. <laughs> and when she mentioned her mother, I was like, Oh are you are you making reference Val? to Val? Yeah. yeah. Like like Val wasn't that big of a deal, neither is Beckett. I don't think I don't think that makes sense. Yeah. But it was confusing. But but then I figured out it wasn't any any of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like that's such a character that's like just designed like she's like like a Boba Fett, right? It's like mm-hmm. we wanna we wanna see stories. We we we're gonna start imagining where this character's from and what they're doing. And if she's like the beginning of the of the rebellion. Now like the rebellion isn't like a core thing, right? It's, it's a lot of smaller groups that come together and like again, Star Wars Rebels is all about how smaller factions are coming together and building right. it's a rebel alliance, right? Like we're starting to see that build. And it's the same in the Leia Princess of Alderaan book. Mm-hmm. Um, does the same thing. It shows you all the different factions coming together and how the rebellion starts. So I'm I'm curious, has her name been brought up before? Like is she considered in the history of the of the rebellion a really important figure or is it just like an, another person you know who who helped get them to where where they're going i don't know I'm, i haven't I'm heard upset. the name so disney and marvel have gone off the rails okay with the comic books so yeah. we could potentially get a comic book about anybody and actually at this point like so in the last week right they're talking about the obi-wan movie and the boba fett movie mm-hmm. the boba fett movie seems to be confirmed the obi-wan movie i think is pretty much confirmed and so like anything goes now plus the live action tv series what if what if Enfys nest is like one of the characters in the in the live action series 
I don't remember what time period it is, but anything is possible. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, one thing I read that was really interesting uh, was that it was it was about Maul, where he was in Phantom Menace, right? Mm-hmm. And then George Lucas took the character, revived him in Clone Wars, gave him this whole arc. Because everyone uh, loved him and they took him away in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, so, so he stopped existing in the movie. He exists in the TV series and in other media. Mm-hmm. And with Han Solo, like, he's back in the movies. So, like, the idea that they that the the movies and the TV series, all everything that's canon now, um, or even like in the in the extended universe, like things would happen outside the movies, but it didn't affect what was happening in the movies, really, right? Mm-hmm. So this idea that now it's like, oh, all that stuff, like it really matters, and now we're connecting it, and this guy's here, and then like now we have another piece of Maul's story. We have what happens after him and before this, and there's all these gaps. And the comic books again, there's a there's a Anakin and Obi Wan comic book with Obi Wan training a young Anakin. There's a Lando. Uh, comic book. There's a there's, Chewbacca there's a comic Darth book. Vader comic book, and one of the characters that pops up in that has her own series, Doctor Afra. Like, I know, I know. They don't. There's, there's a show. Everywhere. There's a, there's a series about Poe's parents. Mm-hmm. Anything is possible. Yeah, <laughs> I love, yeah. I love what they're doing. Um, they, they, there can't be too much. Um, but again, to so like this, having Maul come back in a movie. Like it really gives me hope for Ahsoka to eventually either get a movie <laughs> or show up. Like I don't care if it's like like uh, in in Rogue One you see Chopper, which is um, the droid from the crew on uh, on you Rebels. See, now I need to watch Rogue One again. You see Chopper? Oh, the ghost is in the movie too. What? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. I need to watch this movie again. <laughs> I'm gonna go do that as soon as we stop recording. Oh, look it up. Like uh, the attack at the end when all the ships come in. The mm-hmm. ghost is one of them, and it's super clearly like like the ghost. And and they the on StarWars.com they confirmed, yeah, that's the ghost. And then Chopper it, like go rolls across the screen when they're on um they're preparing the attack beforehand. Oh yeah, so, like things like that, right? Um, I don't care if Ahsoka's like off in a corner, or just like in a meeting room or something like that. She deserves a little more than that. <sighs> I live for this stuff, you know. <laughs> like I want there's a, there's an Ahsoka novel that came out. Um, yeah, I need. Oh man, Ahsoka's like the best like oh man wait wait till you keep watching rebels i'm, I'm not you know i'm not gonna spoil anything but <laughs> whew. yeah no i enjoyed the movie again i love all those little things that come up mm-hmm. uh, man and all the connections the fan service here was incredible it's just i live for this stuff please <laughs> the fact that um oh beckett when they're going on to the planet uh to to go get the the unrefined coaxium and like they're going in to deal with the the other the rival gang or whatever and he's wearing the same helmet that lando was wearing (laughs) in return of the jedi to save han solo like oh my gosh i read i read uh, something that said like like that costume has been on the millennium falcon all this time (laughs) like for so long that's kind of (laughs) cool Well, and like, so with the, with my wife was like, I, she was talking about the shape of the, the, the Falcon and how it was like wrong. And she's like, I wonder how that piece is going to come off so that it's off center in the front or whatever. And there's the prongs. And I looked at her and I was like, you know, I thought something was off about it the whole time. And then, and then I realized the escape pods, that's, mm-hmm. that was the mm-hmm. escape pod. Well, like one made huge it look right. escape pod. Yeah. 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 There's a, there's a model of it. I think I don't. I don't remember if it's the new Lego model or if it was a toy that had, I think it was the new Lego model that came out for this movie. 
And yeah, everyone was like, what? Everyone Why was talking about how different? it was spoilers. Yeah. 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 Because they yeah. said it was like the, the Parsec run or the Kessel mm-hmm. run uh, Falcon. And yeah. It had spoilers. Also, holy said. shit. Gravity well with like a giant space giant monster. Giant squid? Like the, the, the biggest one we've seen so far. You know? <laughs> like, like Han, again, very unlucky. Like he encounters these things <laughs> all the time. Uh, but lucky because he makes it out alive. Yeah, yeah. But that whole scene, like that was beautiful. Like that was like on par with the the two parts um, in Rogue One when the the Death Star tests are happening, mm-hmm. and like they blow up the planet. Like like when they blow up that. Oh man, it's like it's just amazing. Like to see that in theater it looks so good. Oh man, Whew, I love that. That was so fucking cool when it was like and like they had to get out and they they had that short gap with like that, that small death, gap oh, with the man. Death Star coming right. Or not Death Star. The Star Destroyer. Destroyer. The Star yeah. Destroyer coming out of the channel at them. And I was like, oh, yeah. that is yep. insane. And then the whole, like, because it, Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones, the whole time I was thinking, between <laughs> the boats, don't go between the boats. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, I, I read that this is the most expensive Star Wars movie to date. I believe it. It was a lot of CG. <laughs> So I wonder. I wonder if Disney at this point they're just like, you know what? We keep throwing money money at these movies, like the Marvel movies. Let's throw more money at Star Wars. Let's just see what happens. <laughs> oh, and then they're building like whole Star Wars lands in uh, Disneyland and Disney World. Like, it's so exciting. That's the next trip we need to plan. Oh, I'm already I'm already figuring out uh next you know the one in Disneyland opens first and it's opening in the summer. So I want to go in like September or October next year for like my birthday. So okay, we this should works. do it. This works out. I'm oh, sign me up. Your birthday is around when my birthday is. Yes. Kind of. We could do yes. it. Yes. We have an excuse. <laughs> 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 so Sign me up because I've already made plans with another friend, like just vague plans to do the same thing in Disney World. So I would like to do both. So sign me up. Then you could compare and contrast. (laughs) Of course. Yep. Then we could podcast about it. (laughs) (laughs) Then we can podcast about it. Fantastic. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. So anything else you want to say about uh, Solo, a Star Wars story? No, I think I think we covered it all. All the like holy shit moments, all the the crazy awesome action scenes, mm-hmm. the implications for the expanded world. All three was just awesome. Like I don't need to reiterate that. I don't think there is much more to say than than we've never seen a droid like that, and and we've never seen like I feel like R two is so alive, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and actually Chopper. Uh, on, on Rebels. So is, alive. <laughs> is, yeah, yeah. Like, you can almost understand the words that are coming out of his mouth, right? Mm-hmm. But then, like, you always compare that to C-3PO, and he's so... Like, literally, his arms are, like, bolted in a way where he looks... He moves like a robot, mm-hmm. you know? But in L3, he's like, she's got hips that are swinging back and forth, that she's got attitude, and she's like... <laughs> uh. She knows that Lando's in love with her, but, you know, it, it'll never work, but it could work. <laughs> so I've seen, I've so seen some comments in the uh, LGBT community about um, L3 being, like, an allegory to, like, trans people and that Lando's relationship with her shows that he is, like pansexual because he loves her like and actually loves her rather than just like you know like a pet like, so do you do you do you think that his love is romantic 
I don't know. I don't know if I saw enough of that. I mean, I feel like his reaction might have been what he could have been feeling for a best friend that was mm-hmm. lost. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was but, his I, but I could definitely see how you could read it that way. Like when they they showed how they when they were flying together, like they they pushed the levers together at the same time. And at the end of the movie, you see Han and Chewie do that, right? Mm-hmm. Like the same exact angle, the same shot, the same levers. And it's like that was that was Lando's Chewie, you know? Yeah. It's like he's obviously super hurt. And then the fact that when they connected her to the ship, I was kind of expecting her voice to come through the ship, yeah, which would have yeah. been weird. And he was like, she's part of the ship now. It's like, oh, does that? what does that mean? Do you know there's a comic about that? That means Han Solo just stole his best friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah oh man just so good again like you start there's so many stories right now mm-hmm. even even with the eu expunged right from canon we still have now so many stories all these books all the comic books again battlefront 2 story is canon and you get to play as lando in that like i the lando part was my favorite in that mm-hmm. one because like what he's saying and how he's talking and his abilities in the game like everything i don't know like you start piecing all these things together and i don't know it's kind of it's cool to see where they started in this movie and all the shit they're gonna go through later oh star wars thank you <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait to go to disneyland next weekend and meet ray they just <gasps> added her to the people you can meet and take pictures with oh she's it's going to be the best. I'm not going to tell my niece about that. She will flip out. Uh-huh. I've met Kylo Ren. I've <laughs> met Darth Vader. I really wish that I had been... Because Boba Fett is there, but not all the time. And so I never know when he's there. And my nephew got to meet him, and I was really mad. Uh, you can meet Chewie. My, my niece met a couple people. Like, they were just starting the Star Wars stuff when she went. And she did the Jedi Academy training. Mm-hmm. Um, she did all that. And apparently, my sister told me just today. She was saying um, that my niece was was asking when. No, not today. Uh, through, throughout the week, she was asking when is May twenty fifth. <laughs> like why? It's like oh, because I want I want to see Solo. <laughs> <laughs> she's such a she's such a Star Wars fan. As 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 are you and I. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm. I got to go see Solo with my nephew, and it's been he's he's. 21 almost 22 now but i've taken him to see all the star wars movies that have come out since hmm. like the since prequels. he's been alive yeah 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 <laughs> so um except for rogue one which i was sad we didn't go see together Aww. but uh we made it work and we saw solo together so that's that's how we feel about uh, mm-hmm. solo a star wars story please join us in the forum and tell us uh what you thought of the movie Laura, on the forum, I installed, I made sure that there is a, a very easy way to put spoiler tags. Uh, I saw that. I saw yeah. that. I think that's really important. Very, very important. <laughs> on the Discord, I had no idea how to do it. And uh, I don't like how, like I ended up making just like a, a spoiler channel. Channel, yeah. Yeah, and that's like, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Um, mm-hmm. But I like, I like uh, that feature on the forum. So uh, yeah, so just uh, click on the forum link in the show notes to to either ask us questions or just tell us what you thought of the of the movie. Any comments, thoughts? Don't yuck anybody's yum. But uh, yeah, definitely if you want to gush about the movie, have any thoughts about what we said or anything we didn't say, let us know. Uh, Make sure you use that spoiler uh, mm-hmm. hider. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, as always, uh, we're on Twitter at Geek Therapy. I'm Josue Cardona. Lara is at Geek Therapist. 
Thank you for listening. And again, this was a bonus one. So remember right after this, uh, we've got our final Mental Health Month episode. And if you missed our Deadpool 2 episode, it's before it's two episodes back. All right. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week. You've just listened to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Podcast Network. For more about Geek Therapy and all of our podcasts, visit geektherapy.com. And for extra content, including our monthly book club and other perks, consider becoming a member of Geek Therapy on Patreon for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com slash geektherapy.